Welcome to the Coach Tyler Van Show. Below is Coach Tyler Van. He's Howie Chaney. And we're here tonight to talk about a big win this week, an emotional win. And, Coach, let's start with that. You went just down the road a few miles and played a team that was ranked number four in the state and uh, came out with a fairly impress impressive victory. Yeah, I was proud of our defense and proud of our guys. That we had a bunch of young guys again uh, step up, make some big plays for us. Defense played well, forced six turnovers. And um, when you're able to force six turnovers, normally you don't come up with a big win. And our guys was able to do that. Was able to run the ball well. Um, uh, we threw it for, for 102 yards, but they were mainly on two or three plays. Uh, we got to get better in the pass game. As far as I got to get better at calling the pass game and getting our guys in better situations. And, uh, we got to throw and catch a little better, but uh, overall, I feel like uh, we're getting better in the run game. Our offensive line, we miss blocks, but at the same time, um, we're firing off, we're moving people, and, and if you're giving full-out effort, uh, you can afford some some mistakes here or there just because your effort's good, but we still got to clean it up. And, um, if we want to be a playoff team and, and do something to playoffs, we're not to start cleaning things up and, and stop relying on just our effort um, to make up for it. Um, but anyways, uh, overall, really good win. Really happy for our guys, but that's in the past now. We've got to move forward and find a way to, to win this week. Howie Chaney? Yeah, it was a great effort. It's like that uh, both of you, you and Pisca, both kind of went away from your bread and butter, which is the passing game. Both of you came out with a uh, conscience to run, run the ball, and y'all happened to do it a lot better than they did. Right, yeah, I, I felt really good all week about our five guys up front being able to control the run, um, and, and they were able to do that. You know, they broke off some big runs and uh, were successful in the run game at times, but we missed tackles when that happened, and that's part of it. we got to be able to break down and make a tackle, and uh, like I said, their effort makes up for a lot of missed tackles. If we miss a tackle here, we've got three or four hats running to the football. We, we can afford to miss a tackle, but – uh, really proud of our defense, and again on offense, we rush for for 350 yards. And uh, if you can do that uh, every Friday night, you're going to win a lot of football games. You don't have to throw it when you rush for that much, and when you're able to control a lot of scrimmage. So. Coach, is is running the ball that much breaking your pattern? As you've talked about so much this year, it, it's hard to get a bead if you look at 21 film and 22 film. Uh, as a play caller, do you, do you feel like you're in a completely different zone right now? Yeah, I, I, I mean, we're, we are a run-first football team. We ain't, we ain't afraid to say that, you know, we, um, we're we still spreading it out some. Uh, but like I said, we want to be a physical spread football team. Um, but we're going to have to start airing it out a little bit more to keep guys out of the box. And that's what you're going to – hopefully we're going to be able to do over the next few weeks is get better – in the past game, and, and look, we threw it well at the start of the year when we needed to throw it. Um, we're doing a good job. Our guys are doing a good job getting the ball out on time and going to the right spot. We just got to get back to that a little bit. You know, last week, listen, they're playing too high. Um, you better be able to run the football when somebody's playing too high against you. It's like one of my pet peeves, you know. If, if I see one high, we should be able to throw it. We better be able to throw it. If I see two high, we better be able to run it. Um, so – uh, we're, we saw a lot of too high last week. We ran it a lot, and our guys did a really good job. We, you know, we went away from we're a strong, heavy run team. Like if we're heavy right, we're running right. Well, we ran a lot weak this past week, and we was able to to do a really good job on a weak side run. And, and I was proud of our guys. Of course, we always want to thank our sponsor, KC and JT Homes, 
for, for making this possible. Howie, uh, one more question, and then I think we'll, 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 we'll change it up just a little bit here. Go ahead, sir. Yeah, uh, back to Pisco. They tried to throw the ball, but your defensive line lived in the backfield last week. Uh, if I'm that quarterback, I'm having nightmares of 51 and 33 all night long. Yeah, the best pass coverage is, is a good rush, and our guys do a really good job of, of getting that quarterback moving or getting him, you know, getting the ball out quick before he really wants to throw the football. And our guys did a really good job of that up front. And our DBs played really well on the back end. I think we had two guys get behind us. They hit one of them and missed the other. Uh, they actually, the running back got by us, one of our outside backers uh, that they caught, and it was a holding. Uh, three times we got beat. Um, but if we're in phase somewhat, it takes a perfect throw, then you, you live with it. But our guys did a really good job uh, on the back end this week, uh, regardless of how good the rush was. I was really proud of our DBs and how they were able to play uh, in the football game. Well, Coach, um, we, we told you we're going to bring in a, a special guest tonight. Uh, we've got a young person that's wanting to get into the media, and we're going to give them an opportunity here at River City Media uh, to be a correspondent for us. So uh, Coach agreed to let them ask him a few questions. So I'd like to bring our special guest on now with a, a few questions for Coach Van. And uh, 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 correspondent, please go ahead with your question for Coach Van. All right, Coach Van. So do you think you made an improvement from Geraldine to Pisgah by not getting by not getting an unsportsmanlike penalty. Yes, I do. I actually did a really good job though. They're not didn't <laughs> didn't even didn't even scream, I don't think, at the refs. Uh, maybe once at the end of the game, but that was it. Yeah, I don't think I had to yell at you either. No fifteen yard <laughs> penalty was a no go though tonight. <laughs> so co coach, obviously we set you up a little bit. Yeah, I thought you were serious. I was expecting like some <laughs> somebody. What? What somebody was qualified to to ask questions? Hey, just remember, I'm your number one fan. I'm just kidding. We wanted to do this too. Coming off the win, we thought this was the appropriate time for all that you and Hannah do for Sylvania football. We wanted to get you both on here and talk about that just for a minute and kind of surprise you coach, because uh, we're halfway through the season and you and Hannah both have to sacrifice kind of your way of life when it comes football season. You've talked about it with us. It, it's a full-time commitment, not only for you as a coach, but her as a coach's wife. Uh, for sure. I, I got him. I got him so shook up. He muted himself. Yeah. No, I'm back. No, she does a really good job about it. You know, she grew up in a coach's home with her dad being gone a lot, and I'm going a lot during football season. We don't get to see each other a lot, and um, when she's during basketball season, I don't get to see her as much either. So it's rough. It's it's tough, but we understood it when we got married. Uh, we like it when we get to see each other, but we understand uh, why we can't sometimes. Anna, um, growing up, your dad's, uh, is he still at Ray County? Yes. So your dad's the ladies' basketball coach at Ray County, mm -hmm. has been coach all over the place, kind of. Now he's in Tennessee. When you uh, and Tyler got together, we talked about one time 
to come to Sylvania as a team. Y'all left a pretty good situation in Woodville to come to Sylvania to, to kind of start fresh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was hard. And I, I mean, I loved it there and the community was great. I loved the kids and it was hard. But when I got here, I fell in love with the school, the community, the programs. I mean, everybody's great to us and I love it and, and I never want to leave. So that means somebody's got to keep winning, right? He's got to keep winning. Yeah. <laughs> so, Coach, uh, we're not going to leave Pisgah because uh, we know uh, this game meant a lot to you. And I, I want to ask Miss Hannah just one more question, and then we'll get to some game, and we'll get back to Coach, the other Coach Van in the house, which is the Mrs. Van. But, Hannah, was this a different week? I mean, Tyler – when he was back a football player, went to North Sand Mountain. His arch rival was just up the road in Pisgah. That emotion of going back to Pisgah as a head coach, it, it had to come out some this week at home. It did. I, every day to get home from practice, I'd be like, all right, so what would you do today? How's practice? How are the boys responding? And I kept telling him, we got to run the ball. We got to run it. We just got to keep going till the end of the fourth quarter. When the buzzer goes off, we're going to keep playing. But, I mean, it brought back a lot of flashbacks. But, I mean, we got the dub. Coach, uh, let's go back to Pisgah for just a minute. Uh, she talked about running the football. And Howie and I – and Howie, I'll come up to you and you can go around with the questions. But before I add it off to Howie, you talked about it, 300 yards of rushing. You've got a nice tandem there and two young men in different classes. Um, mm-hmm. One that's very young in his career and one's a senior what kind of luxury it is to have two backs that you can trust with the football in a game like that yeah it's uh it's huge to have two guys like that and then on top of it um they respond well with each other you know they're, they're really good teammates they they i don't even sub them in and out unless they've really done something wrong or missed a cut that i didn't agree with they do a good job subbing themselves in and out and they just stop try to stay fresh but uh, they don't care who runs it for a touchdown they don't care how many yards uh, either of them have they just they work together they want to win um and they all thank the o-line for what you know uh, without them they ain't better run the football but them two guys do a really good job and our o-line does a really good job giving them creases um, and so I'm really proud of them. You know, we got some younger guys in the program too at running back that do a really good job um, that I'm excited about. But these two guys this year um, are definitely uh, a big reason why our offense is able to run the football. But uh, they tell you straight up, just like I would, without the one, they ain't gonna be able to do it. So I'm proud of everyone up front, everyone involved. And if you go back and watch, uh, Nine had some good runs last week, and he did. we had some receivers that. Uh, sprung some blocks. We missed some blocks, and we got called for holding out there. But um, we also uh, – our receivers were able to spring them guys for some big plays. So, all around it takes 11 guys on the field to, to do it, and 2-22 um, and 22 will be the first to tell you it ain't all about them. It's about them other guys blocking for them. Allie Chaney, your questions. But I want to – I want everybody that enjoys this show, I will give you some background here, uh, Coach Van. And I did not know each other, but Howie – through Hannah got us introduced and, and how he kept working me going, Hey, we got a unique opportunity with coach Van. He likes to talk about football. We got a unique opportunity. So I tell everybody, the reason this show exists is, is Howie Chana, Chaney and Hannah Van. So they were really the creative 
direction. So, Chaney, uh, you take it from here, and I'll sit here and just – I'll just be me. I, I've known Hannah since she was in sixth grade, and she would practice with my junior high team up at Northside Mountain. And uh, so uh, I've known her for years, and uh, I went up to her after the game, the Geraldine game, and said, uh, Hannah, I've got an idea. I said, would you come on the show? I said, I'm going to run it by Randy, but I don't think Randy have a problem with it. Will you come on the show? Her first response was, Tyler will die if I do. <laughs> I did see that look there for a minute, like, what are these idiots are doing here? And, and her next response was, when can we do it? And I said, we, we want to make it after a win. And after beating Pisgah, what's a better time to do it? Yeah. And, and again, both of you, what you do for this program, it shouldn't be lost on anybody. And so many people comment to me that what you two bring as the energy to the program means so much. So, Howie, go ahead with your questions, and I'll shut up. Yeah. Um, kind of going back to what you said earlier, Hannah, do you actually put a little input into Tyler's ear saying, hey, what if he tried this? No. <laughs> I mean, I don't know that much about football. Um I might say stuff like the other night um, when Drennan went down and we didn't have a punter and we were on fourth down and I just knew he was going to go for it every single time. But usually after the game on Fridays, I won't say much. And then on Saturdays, I'm like, well, why did you do this? Or why did you not do that? I know I kind of aggravate him with it, but I mean, I'm trying to learn as much as I can. So, Coach Van, how much is that true and false? <laughs> it's true. It's true. I, wanted to, I thought she wasn't going to tell the truth. She told the truth. <laughs> but, you know, it, it's great to have you all on the show. appreciate you all uh, taking the time. For Randy, you don't know this, but Hannah's actually at the field house and snuck in without Tyler knowing about it. And she didn't. It wasn't, it wasn't difficult today. I come straight in practice sitting down. You actually picked it. Probably the worst Tuesday to do it. I'm not in a good mood. I'm going to try to lighten up a little bit. Right, I've already been warned. You're okay. <laughs> Coach, we're just trying to cheer you up, buddy. No, you it. It, was, it's, it worked. Good deal. Uh, uh, Randy, I know Randy watched the huddles on uh, Sunday, Saturday or Sunday. May have watched it Monday. Anyway, I want to talk to you about the one run that everybody's been talking about. It started out like a four-yard run with 22 then all of a sudden everybody joined in and ended up being i think a 15 yard run it looked like a rugby scrub mm. never seen a a run like that before in my life i've seen the four or five yards but turned into a 15 yard run coach van what did you think about that i loved it you know guys it's just effort um i just want to and them guys pushing the pile i don't i wish you know i i like how they let it go but it's also a very dangerous play and the way the year was going, I was like, just blow it. Just blow, blow the whistle. It's going to be okay. Um, but uh, after we got the first down, but, you know, I, that's impressive from my standpoint. I love the effort that, that our guys play with on Friday nights. And I know that Coach Wilson kind of bowed up a little bit there with his chest swelled up, knowing that his strength and conditioning made that happen. Yeah. yeah. I believe it. <laughs> So, you know, we're, we're trying to get y'all together a little bit here because Hannah will probably be helping with basketball again pretty soon and season probably starting very soon. So 
you're not going to be able to spend a whole lot of time together. So we're trying to get you, even if it's on video conference, we're trying to get y'all together for at least 40, 45 minutes. <laughs> uh, you know, that's, that's the love that we're trying to show y'all right now. Hey coach in the, uh, going back to the huddle, how he, uh, in watching it and some of the cutups that was there, uh, of all the games this year, I thought the effort was at max level. I, I really thought everybody played hard. Uh, was this a locker room before the game that you just they they you just sensed they were ready to play, or was it when we hit the field you knew? Well, when did you get the vibe that everybody was just in that football Friday night mode? Uh, I I knew it all week, and I, every week I feel that way. Um, most every week I feel that way. I feel like our guys, I never question whether they're ready or go. I never question whether they're complacent or anything. But uh, our guys was ready to go. They're uh, doesn't matter how many games you win. Uh, uh, we're going to be disrespected every week. So um, we took we took advantage of, of the hearsay. We took advantage of what the other team thought about us. And, uh, we didn't need the extra motivation, but we appreciate the extra motivation. We're not trying to win every Friday night, but um, we sure enjoyed hearing the talk from everybody, um, and it, it really fueled the fire for our guys, and our guys came out ready to play. I could hear the guys talking about it um, to each other on the sideline before kickoff. They were, they were repeating the sayings that I'd wrote all over the, the whiteboard because they knew exactly uh, what that other team and, and people over there were saying about them, and they didn't. They weren't very happy about it, and I was proud of how they responded to us. So our, our guys played with a lot of effort, a lot of class, and um, I'm proud of them. You know, I told them never post anything. Don't give the other team anything like that. Don't talk. Uh, we talk on Friday nights, um, and that's how it's going to be. But, you know, it, the effort thing um, is every Friday night I take pride in how our football team plays effort-wise. Um, and Friday night was no different. Um, and the, if, if you sense a little bit more, I would say it was more because of uh, uh, you can thank the other team for that, I guess. Sometimes your biggest motivator is standing across the field from you. Mm -hmm. uh, I did. I did. I'm not trying to give anybody no Rob uh, whiteboard, but I did steal something from Miss Hannah Van's uh, Facebook, and I was really, really, uh, I was really proud to steal that one. Uh, uh, Coach, uh, it was uh, like when Howie was texting me, I got actually upset with him. may have to make Hannah start texting me because Howie got in the chain with everybody giving me scores and I couldn't make out what the score was. So I was yelling at Howie, you know, who's winning, who's winning. And finally he said, who do you think? And I was like, sure okay, everybody, all right. <laughs> so um, sure uh, Coach Van, Going away from that last week, and, and Hannah, I want to ask you this too. This is a big week around the school, and and it's a big week for the kids to come down from winning a, a football game like this, and it's homecoming week, and it's distracting. And sometimes I remember homecoming week just seemed like busy all week, all week. Is it? Does it get into your game prep at some at some point? Yeah. Well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, <laughs> you know, I think the biggest deal with, um, you know, we, we played a lot of good football teams early in the year, and we're going to play a lot of good football teams late in the year. Um, and when you win, um, 
and people start telling you how good you are. Uh, it's homecoming. Uh, you knocked off the number four team in 2A. You beat Geraldine. You've set yourself up for a 2C um, in the region if you take care of business. And the key part of that is taking care of business late in the year. Uh, it's complacency creeps in everywhere. Now complacency creeps in the field house everywhere. And just magically we think we're going to show up at practice and um, – People just want to lay down that, that we play against. And uh, it's very hard to keep complacency, complacency out of the building. Um, but if you, the, the biggest key for me is just stay hungry for what you've worked for since December. Like, why waste all that work? Uh, because it's homecoming week, because you think you're going to walk out there and win a football game against a Glencoe team that's really good on both sides of the football, regardless of what everybody else says. They, they play hard. They're really well coached on the offensive side of the football and defense, but the offensive side of the football, you can tell they're, they're way better uh, than they were in the past, and they, they've run the football on everybody. And if they've taken care of the football, uh, I think they've won more games um, than, than the record shows. They're a good football team, but uh, we're not going to roll out there and beat anybody on our schedule. And when you let complacency creep in um, everywhere in the building, you're setting yourself up. So you need to fix it before you have to answer for it in the future and, and have to win, you know, put yourself in a bind because you lose a game you shouldn't lose. Um, because you, you, uh, yes, it's a distraction. I love homecoming. Uh, kids, I want the kids to have fun. I told them that on Monday. Like, it's homecoming. Seniors, this is your last homecoming week in high school. Enjoy it. Enjoy what you do during school. But from 3 o'clock to 5.30, you're mine. From 7.30 to 8.40, you're mine. Lock in, focus in. We didn't have that today. If we don't have that tomorrow, we're going to be – we're not going to – it's just not going to be good on Friday. So we got to fix it. Um, complacency has crept in everywhere. I and mean, if we don't fix it, uh, it's going to show on Friday night. So that's all I got to say. I wish you wouldn't ask that. <laughs> that was well put, Coach. Uh, Hannah, when it comes to overall putting – that speech into coach speech that's something you can identify even though you don't know a lot about football you can identify with the issues around putting a team together is that sometimes where you feel like you may be able to say hey you know it happens and this more about the structure of the team and what any team goes through during a season yeah i mean tyler explained it pretty well i mean it's homecoming the kids are dressing up every day. They're excited about that. The parade's on Thursday. They're all excited. They're getting the floats ready for the parade. I mean, there's just so much going on. And I tell him this every year. I mean, it happens every year. I mean, we just got to get through the week, let the kids have fun. I know they have to focus, but remember, they're kids too. Yeah. Yeah. Howie Chaney. You know what? Y'all know a little bit about coaching between you two. I mean, I'm kind of learning something here. Howie Jane, you got go away with it, with it, my brother. Yeah, I'm going to ask about homecoming. That won't make Tyler mad, I hope. But uh, what was the best, uh, not a backpack that y'all saw today? Or did y'all even pay attention to it? I, I would say the, the kayak uh, with Griffin Turner and Kobe Butchell. And I hope that didn't have anything to do with Turner missing reads a day of practice. I hope. <laughs> hey, can I comment? Even though I don't teach at Sylvania High School, I do have my inside sources. Mm -hmm. I went with the pink Jeep. 
I, I kind of like the Jeep riding around through the hallway myself, but we'll go. Not that I, not that I have inside information, but. Well, I wasn't at school today, but I did see pictures and I did love JC Pickett with the pink Jeep today. Uh, I was at band practice. The one that I saw that I liked was one of the band members came toting out with a microwave. <laughs> they had their books in a microwave all day today. Oh, so that's that was pretty cool. Uh, one of the band members was actually going to carry one of those little uh, mini fridges, but when he went to pick it up, he said it was too heavy with books and everything, so he kind of scrapped that. So, but it, you know, like. Like Randy said, hey, it's homecoming week. They got to enjoy it while they can, and especially Coach Van. You know, he made four mamas cry just a few minutes ago when they said that's the last homecoming that they're going to have this week. You know, um, any, do y'all have anything special that y'all may could tell us about as far as Friday night going on? Huh? Yeah. You know more. I only know one thing going on Friday. That's it. Well, they have the uh, high school, you know, homecoming court. They'll pick a queen, and they do the same thing for elementary, which is really cool because you haven't seen that at most schools. So they'll pick a king and queen, or it might be prince or princess. I can't remember. Cool. Good deal. Um, you know, it's it's homecoming week, parades Friday night. Will y'all be in the parade, Coach Van? Will the football players be in the parade? We will. We will. Varsity and junior high both. And the peewee. Uh, everybody will be in it. Will you be in there as well? I will be sitting with a football team. Awesome. Hannah, will you be in there somewhere? I might. I might. Okay. I might be with the um, touchdown team. Okay. Good deal. Y'all never know when I might show up, so just don't <laughs> doubt. Touchdown. Explain, us, uh, explain that to us, Hannah. What is the touchdown team? So it's um, – they're man. They're basically managers, and like they do water. I mean, they do a lot of stuff throughout the week on Friday nights. They make sure everything's packed and ready to go. And um, the girls have to be on there for three years on the touchdown team. And I'll give them a book grant their senior year for college. Nice. That's good. Coach, let's go back to Pisgah real quick. Speaking of the touchdown group and all that, a great crowd for Savannah came out Friday night. Huge crowd. I think it's the biggest crowd that, that I've seen it since I've been at Sylvania. My student section was big. I was proud of the student section, band, everybody. Uh, that's the largest I've seen the student section. We appreciate them. Uh, we hope it's like that every Friday night because we, we need them to be loud. Uh, we need stands packed like that every Friday night, regardless of who we're playing. Um, don't, we need you there. Um, uh, we played Glencoe this week. It's homecoming. And, again, they're a good football team, and we need everybody out to support our guys. And just like I tell them about complacency, and, and you've worked too hard to, to throw it away, um, we need you. They've worked too hard for you not to show up, support them. So uh, we appreciate everybody who does. So do you get to choose who the homecoming team is, or is that something the school does? I do. The girls have to fill out an application and get teachers to sign off on it, and then I will um, decide who will be on the team. Mm -hmm. Is that what you were talking about, Howard? Actually, it wasn't. But uh, oh, okay. I'm sorry, that's what you're talking about. That's what. No, uh, the the they set up homecoming court, and I think they. Oh, I, no. I don't really know how they decide. I actually thought, as far as a homecoming game, who chooses who's going to be the homecoming game? Oh, who chooses? Yeah, yeah. That's, um, I know, but I ain't telling you. 
Okay. No, I'm just kidding. I'm I mean, us. Would, would you rather it be a non-region game? Let me just put that question out there. Would you rather it be a non-region game than a region game? Definitely. And so then I had to choose um, the homecoming game when it wasn't a not like Sachs was at home. I didn't want to do game one homecoming game. We went two Pez game. We're going two five in the other two non-region games. Um, so I didn't want it to be later in the year because we have senior night coming up. We have Pee Wee night coming up. I wanted it to be early. Um, and and we chose Glencoe, and I, and I really messed up. I promise you, I picked a good football team. There wasn't an easy – there's not a homecoming team on our schedule. So, yeah. Uh, but normally, normally you have one or two that may be down, um, but we really didn't have one, so I just had to choose one. No disrespect to Glencoe, I promise you. Um, we expect them to come up here and, and play a really good football game. And if we're not ready to go, we're not going to come out with the result we want. We want it to be. Coach, um, let's go ahead, Howie. Well, no, I was just going to make the comment that if you had Auburn on the schedule, that'd have been a great homecoming game. They not may not be as good as some Tennessee. of Tennessee. Well, Tennessee's getting cocky after that win this past we're, week. We're they, they, they beat Florida, so it's over now. They. Done what they've set out to do. So, <laughs> well, I'll get back to being nice after that comment. But, coach, uh, I did want to ask you you talked about it a little bit. You have a block here where it is region. You're going to go Glencoe, Piedmont, Ohachi, Geraldine, I think it is, or have I got last year's? You got, you got it's Glencoe, Plainview, Hoax, yeah. Hoaxbrook. Yeah. All right. So, you got this block. I don't know how – I must have them last year's. No, I, I know what I got. I got Clinko's up. I was trying to see what their schedule was. Okay, you got me squared away there. Is this block uh, – it's kind of a reset to your season. You're halfway there. So, it, really, it's a time to kind of reevaluate and buckle down because you're halfway through the season. I think this is game six and seven often sets the tone for the rest of the year. Do you find that in coaching that game six, game seven, it can it it's kind of what pivots the last part of your season? Yeah, it's just like starting the year off the right way. Um, it, it's it's the halfway point, and nobody cares that you're four and one. Nobody cares how many games you won up to this point, especially the other team. They don't care. Um, and and if you don't finish the right way, really, who cares that you're four and one? I mean, if you don't win the ones you're supposed to win and take care of business, the four you won earlier in the year didn't do anything for you. Um, so, you know, we set out with a goal, you set goals, um, and you should stay hungry and stay focused on the goals you set, uh, you bottom line, like you've set goals, um, they're reachable, they're attainable. You've set yourself up first half of the season to attain the goals that you've set. Um, don't lose it at the end. Don't lose it in the last half of the season. So we got to continue to work regardless of how many players are injured, regardless of who's playing or who's not playing, or who's hurt, or who's playing 75%. None of that matters. Um, you got to go out there and prepare the right way, and you've got to be full speed, regardless of who's standing on the side out there watching practice and who's injured. That, none of that – you can't control it. The only thing you can control is your effort at practice, how you practice, um, and then how you play. That's it. That's all you can control is yourself um, as a football team. And So um, our guys have got to do a really good job of that the rest of this week and the rest of the season, or or this season's not going to turn out exactly the way we want it to do. But our guys, I believe, is going to fix it. We're going to do things the right way the rest of this week, and we're going to be prepared to to go out there and play a football football game and 
start the second half of the season, like you said, off the right way. So it's, uh, to clarify, Glencoe, Plainview, Hoaxbrough, Westbrook, Christian, and Fife. Correct. That's 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 a daunting task. Mm-hmm. Um, is there any challenge sometimes to, uh, you know, and you've talked about this homecoming week, it's Glencoe, it's a region game. Uh, do you find the kids start looking, oh, we've got four more games or we got three more games? Uh, I remember I played on a football team, wasn't very good. We went near four and one. That we could tell you how many games we got left, how many practices we got left. It's 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 time. You can get a little complacent, I guess, is the word. And and you've talked about yourself. Will you then hit more? Will change practice up or keep keep the Tyler Van program the same? I think some of the complacency could fall back as my fault. Um, you know, I got to keep them on their toes. I need to change some stuff up. At the same time, um, I don't hear them talking about that um, myself. I'm sure they do talk about it. But they also are not, you know, they look at scores. They look at the team's record. They um, right. look at all that. They they look at who they played that we've played and looked at how it turned out. And none of that matters because um, you match up with different teams different, differently, you know. So, um, it's all about how you match up with a football team across from you. None of the other scores matter. None of them. So uh, if you don't start looking at scores next week, uh, you know, plant, what people might be playing you by two scores. Uh, they beat us worse than that. So uh, don't look at scores because it, it don't matter. You can throw them out the door. Uh, you you got to prepare the right way for four days and you got to go out there on Friday uh, ready to play um, and prepared to play. And so, uh, our guys, I think, are, is going to answer. But you, they probably do look ahead, and they look too much. Um, they don't need to look ahead. They need to look at, you know, week by week. And they most of them try that, try to do that, and they understand it. But um, it's also very difficult sometimes that if you, you start out the right way, you get to this point in the season, they think that the other teams look at you and care that you've done that. And they really don't care. So we've got to be ready to go. They don't, Coach. Now, you just said it. That's a million-dollar question. Other teams don't care you're four and one or you're number six in the state or number four in the state. Uh, I, Pisgah was a – I think it's actually motivation last week for the kids to go up there and be picked 12 against 13 and number four in the state. And sometimes it's odd things that motivate kids. Um, do you uh, – you talked about having to choose, and it sounded like it was gut-wrenching, having to choose Glencoe. Um, and, and it being a region game and midseason, that's putting a lot of eggs in the basket this week. You really need a, a good week of practice headed into this game. Need a good week of practice. You need get, We need to get guys healthy. Um, you know, I, we're not holding anybody out. If they're healthy to play, we're playing them. Like, um, Glencoe's, like I said, I, I have people come up and ask me, like, is so-and-so going to play? Um Either way, if it gets cleared, yes. I'm not holding anyone. We need everybody that's healthy to play. This is a huge game. Um, it's a region game. Um, and anybody can beat you on any Friday night. As I sh- we shouldn't have to, to talk about it. I shouldn't have to answer that question, um, really. Um, Glencoe is very, very capable of beating our tail. And if we're not ready to go, that's what's going to happen on Friday night. So it's very difficult on homecoming week. And when a team, when when players look at records, and it's like I tell them all the time, I don't, we're not practicing and preparing every week to 
to just beat that one opponent. Like we should be preparing and getting better at us so that we can win the games in the playoffs right. or win. If we're not getting any better, we make him better. But we can't – there's nobody on our schedule. We're just going to rely on God-given talent to win the game. Nobody. Uh, so we got to be prepared and ready to go this week um, and prepare like you're trying to win a playoff game every week because that's what it is. If you want to host a playoff game, it sets yourself up um, for a good road, then you, you have to start preparing like that every week. We've done that so far. Um, uh, yesterday wasn't a terrible day, um, but we got to get today fixed. All right, Mr. Chambers, you got any more questions for Coach Van? I got a couple for Hannah at the end of this, but let me go ahead and let you uh, – uh, Hannah, I'm not going to ask you if you roll a safety on a two-a-tie or anywhere. <laughs> go ahead, Howie Chaney. I kind of want to go back to what Coach Van has been talking about the last few minutes. This three-game stretch with Pisgah, Glencoe, and Plainview off the field probably got to be one of the toughest – of the year because of Pisgah being a rivalry, homecoming week, and then another another rival game with Plainview. Um, and you're talking about you don't want your players to look ahead, but do you think someone might be looking ahead to next week with Plainview? Uh, possibility. I, I, like I told them last year, we don't want to be – we never want – even in rivalry games, like we want to be talked about more than we talked about the other team. It's just another game that we're excited about playing. Bottom line, our guys last week, we didn't care that they were ranked four. We didn't care about who it was. We just wanted to prepare the right way and go out there and play a good football game against a good football team and dominate the ball game. That's our goal every week. So, And it is it's hard. It's difficult these three weeks, um, like you said, being, being that way. But – uh, we got to be more mature than that. I don't care how many seniors we have on the football team. They were around last year. Um, so we got we got to be better than that. we got to continue to prepare the right way and get that fixed. Because if you're looking forward to Plainview, um, you may be going into Plainview 4-2. So uh, why do that? Why do that? And you said practice wasn't great today. Was it Coach Wilson music playing today that caused some of that? Can we blame no. him for it? No, it was, it was a lack of focus from – um, I, I wouldn't say everyone, but the few, you know, the the majority, um, and, and it didn't ever get fixed. Um, just a lack of focus from everybody on that football field. Everybody that stepped foot on that football field today was a lack of focus from me all the way down to the last one. I, I, I'll say me. I, I mean, I'm going to take the majority of the blame for it, um, but you got to be better than that. Well, I'm looking forward to some of these questions Randy's got for Hannah. So go ahead, Randy. Well, I, I just want to comment one one thing. Um, a great speech, Coach. That's really well put together. I compliment you on that. Hannah, where do you like to watch games at? I mean, are you in the stands and getting, you can hang up there, or are you back in the end zone by yourself? Well, I'm far away from everybody. I don't like to be around people, so I don't have to listen to – People say stuff, but, I mean, I'm far away. But I was brave this past week, and I was in the middle of everybody. And, I mean, it was fine, but, I mean, it's just hard as a coach's wife to sit in the stands. Yeah. Um, do you, on game day, uh, in all the chaos uh, that is game day, 
what do you focus on? Or is there something that you need to do for Coach Van? Or is there something you need to do for the Spirit Squad? What what What's your day like when it comes to game day? Well, make sure that he has his uh, his gear when he leaves the house every morning, every Friday. He'll usually forget something. And I mean, I'm nervous all day because, I mean, I love to win. I don't like to lose. So, I mean, I'm nervous. And then um, I'll go home after school, uh, get ready, and then I'll come back up here and make sure the touchdown team has everything ready to go and pack because I'm not getting yelled at before the game if we forgot something. So, what is the weekend different if you win on Friday night or lose on Friday night? Is is it hard for Coach Fan to put that Friday night? It's probably easier on a win than it is a loss night. Oh yeah, it's easier on a win on a loss. It's he's mad all weekend. He'll watch film and say we should have done this, we should have done that, and then by the time he comes home on Sunday nights after film all day, I mean. He's different, and he's ready to go to get the next team. All right, last question, Hannah. When we all got to know Coach Fan on a kind of a personal level, and uh, as far as I know, we're the only show like this in the state, and we've been able to bring uh, some of the personality of the other coaches around. What is it like for Coach Van's relationship with the other coaches? Because it just seems like they are a very tight-knit staff. Does it bleed over to the the wives and the kids? And it's just it seems like a big family union almost. It is. Um, we're all like a family. I mean, I talk to the other coaches' wives weekly. I mean, I check in on them to make sure they're doing okay if they need anything. Because, I mean, it's hard because most of them have kids and their husbands are away, you know, every day for long periods of time. And, I mean, we're just a big family. We're all best friends. And, I mean – I've never really had that at a program, but, I mean, we talk to everyone. That's, that's awesome. All right, Howie Chaney, I think Coach Fan wants to watch film and go home and relax. You got any more questions for him tonight? I want to follow up on one of Hannah's very first questions. If she brought a <laughs> – look at her laughing. She brought a yellow hanky home and threw it down when you got mad. Would that calm you down for the, the next day? <laughs> Like you did from Geraldine to Pisgah? No. I don't think that's working. <laughs> no, I, the biggest reason I was – I really didn't go into the game at Pisgah thinking we're going to – you know, we're, the calls are not going to go our way. Um, I expected it at Geraldine and it, and it happened, so that makes it worse. Um, but, no, they – I, I really, all the officials, I'm, I'm happy that they do what they do. And, and our association, I'm biased because I feel like our association, uh, Greater Sun Mountain, does a really good job of not, not, doesn't matter what association you use, where you, you know, if you use Northeast and you come over here and play us, um, Greater Sun Mountain Association is calling it, it, it don't matter. They're just calling the game how they see it. Um, so um, I, I'm really, thankful for for all our referees because we can't do it we can't play like i said last week can't play a game without them so hannah kind of mentioned it a few minutes ago but i'll come out and ask the the question i ask everybody do you have any game day rituals that you do or superstitions that you do now not really i mean when i played i did but i mean not anymore 
Allie, I'm not going to change my underwear until we lose a football game at Tennessee. Oh. I've made a and socks. I'm going to go with socks too. Is that that much longer? Two weeks. Two weeks. We're on bye this week, so we got two weeks of being in the top ten, no matter what. So we're not, we're undefeated against bye since 2000. Coach fan, I appreciate you. I appreciate you letting yeah. us our senior editor Hannah Van <laughs> on and Anna. Thank you for joining us, Howie. I think this was great. Uh, Anybody, uh, we need to get everybody out there Friday night. Uh, anything else, Coach, to wrap her up tonight? Yes, we need everybody out there. These kids work extremely hard, to, uh, and they deserve everyone being out there and support them and cheering them on. Uh, you know, I'm proud of what they've done um, over the last few weeks and, and how they've responded to a lot of injuries. I'm proud of everybody in that locker room. Uh, we've got to continue to do that and, and get better every day if we want to continue to do it. So. All right, Howie Chaney, last words. Anybody that has nothing to do Saturday, show up at Boaz. The Sylvania Marching Rams will be in a competition at 11.15 at Boaz, the Sand Mountain Invitational Marching Band Festival. Uh, they are going on second that day, so it's not like you'd have to spend a whole day there. Uh, I know they'd like y'all support if y'all don't have nothing going on Saturday. Yes, sir. That sounds great. I'm Randall Cunningham. He's Howie Chaney. That's Coach Fan. That's Coach Fan. We appreciate you watching the Sylvania Ram football show. We'll see you next week.